Buster, Bears win. Animal. <laughs> Ooh, man. PJ in the house. What up, dude? It's about freaking time, right, guys? My goodness. Convincing win. That's that's even showed up. We, we did even better when we were playing the prevent at the end of that game for a little bit. So, mm-hmm. huge, yes, sir. We did. Huge win, man. Awesome. Awesome game. Love it. Most of it. Look at the Lester. penalties, how low the penalties were, too. Yep. Lester, Lester was pointing out, he pointed out that uh, uh, Montez Sweat had more sex in, that was the most sex he's had in a single game in his career t- uh, today. Yeah. Absolutely. With what? One and a half. It's man, that the, the defensive line has just stepped it up since the day he got on the field with them. Everybody lifted everybody up. Mm-hmm. Where are you things. at, Foster? What? What? Where, where are you at? Looks like he's in a tent. I gotta get this, gotta get this trimmed, PJ. I gotta get this trimmed a little bit today. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like he's in the tent. You do. <laughs> I'm I'm in a car because there's so many people in the house. Everybody's so excited. Uh, it's just too much, man. And there's kids running around and three dogs. And I got I'm you. up by Green Bay and there's snow. There's a bunch of snow. I put it. I don't know if you did you see the picture on Twitter, Dan, earlier. No. Okay. I just put it. Doesn't matter where you're at, man. I'm ready for Bears football, dude. Twenty-eight, thirteen, guys. I uh, I was th- uh, when I was doing the. Tuesday's show with Lester Wolfong on the PSF app, I predicted 28-14 loss to the Lions. And then I turned it around today and I repredicted 24 to 20 Bears. And I was more correct the first time, just the opposite team winning. I mean, it would have taken them, what, two scores and a two-point conversion just to tie it. So I just thought we'd make more mistakes, man. Uh, you know, the, the, the few extra points there, because I, I, I don't remember what I had, 24-17, or I, I don't even remember what it was, but I had it a close game with the Bears winning, so. Penalties were down today, too, guys. That's That was what I, that was my one big thing, man. We we got more penalties at the end of the game than we did the first three quarters, I think. First yeah. two and a half, at least. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed in the uh, run defense. So it seemed like yeah. Monty was having a good game as well as uh, Gibbs. Those guys are a little different breed to keep down, though, Peach. I mean, there was two plays we had Gibbs in the backfield. One was for like a three-yard loss, and he ends right. up picking up three, three yards or turns a loss into a no gain, you know? So. I mean, I get it. I I, I just, I mean, if, if I'm, I mean, if I can be critical when, uh, Right. Beijing was right. in there. I'm gonna be critical when uh Phil was in there. I thought Fields missed a uh crucial uh play over the middle there too. I mean he, he said it was my bad, but he, he missed that pass over the middle to uh Mooney, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he put he put his whole body into that throw and just overthrew him. Yeah. Oh man, did you see that whip earlier? The whip the Mooney? Yeah, yeah. Honey, on the yeah. right side, dude. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, he, he his, his stats weren't that great going into the half, but he ends up with 
19, 19 of 33 for 223 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, sacked three times for 29 yards, and an 88.3 rating compared to Jared Goff, 20 of 35, a buck 61, uh, one touchdown, two interceptions. Going into that fourth quarter, he was only sacked like once for eight yards, but he ends up getting sacked four for 34 uh, with a rating of 54.6. So you're looking at the tackle or at the at the sacks here, Justin Jones with 1.5. How many yards did he have for rushing? Because I everybody's talking, oh, he's got to have 300-yard passes. No, he doesn't, dude. He, this guy does not need to have 300 yards passing every game. You, you play like this, you know. But what he had what close to 300 yards total, or did he go over with the rushing? I don't, I didn't pay as much attention to the stats, man. Oh, yeah, shorty having some problems there. I don't know what the stats are exactly there, uh, uh, Foster, but uh, I, I agree with you. I thought he played a, I thought he managed a, a good game, he managed a good game. Getsy, his play calling was suspect after that first drive to me, but then it seemed like he got it back together a little bit in the second half. It's, you know, I, I, I mentioned this in my, my scenario that everybody hates. Uh, the, auger, the offense progressing week by week here, going these last four more games now, because today looked pretty good. People are going to be mad, but if everything progresses more, even these last four weeks, and we win out, it's going to make a darn good case for Getsy sticking around. I'm just throwing it out there, man. I know we've been I agree with you. Hollering and hopping for him to go, but I agree with you though. I, I think possibility. If, yeah, very much so. I mean, because you got to also consider, not many uh, offensive coordinators. Is going to come on into a situation where Eva Flus may be fired the next year, so they only be here one year. It'd be rare that our offensive coordinator try to do that. God, I hope I. I really don't. I really don't want any more. I agree with you. Getsy guys. It'd, it'd I'm, be hard. I'm just uh, saying, though, Dan. You, you know, know. It's, it's a it's something that could happen if, if they. If they play better every week and is, you know, actually got some some, and we've talked about it all year, PJ, the spacing on offense. Uh, if you go back and from what I remember, and I won't know till we'll we'll talk about it tonight because I want to look at some of the stuff I recorded a bunch of these plays today. Uh, I want to look at that spacing, man, because if he's, you know, it looked it looked better most of the time today where 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 the guys were lining up. There was a couple plays in particular like oh man they're gonna run the screen and i'm like good keep that set up and use it the next play and don't run the screen on either one but but they ended up fields called them out of it both times where i'm talking about it well i think he pulled uh scott back out of that because they had three guys up on the left side there a couple times and i was like man and you know on one screen one night ice fishing mark and and uh i was talking about his yards rushing not the 223 passing C.J. Williams in the house. Thank you, C.J. He will be our guest Thursday night. Yes, he will. PJ. PJ. PJ, get to our chat really quick. Yeah. PJ's like, oh, man, you got to make me work after this now? What the hell? Cliff, Victoria, C.J., Mark <laughs> Kazak, Brian Gilmore. Yeah, 
Jason UK, uh, Foster Covers, um, Cliff Victoria, Doug Van Dorn, Mr. Mayhem. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, yep. Brian Jason Gilmore. Yep. Jason UK coming out with uh, Chris Mark Watt. Kazak, Brian Gilmore. This Tuesday on BCP with Colin, Collins, 80, Collins K85. Collins K85, good to see you. And Jeremy Munoz. Nice. We've got Jeremy Munoz. CB Sickles, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> Plank, fair <laughs> enough. Plank. Plankster. Thanks for joining what us. Game, man. Big win. Big win. Winning Oof. out is is Plank. Still possible. Yeah. Uh, that's what's sitting in that locker room, dude. You know they're all thinking winning out because it, it could possibly give them a chance. I mean, hey, if they if we went out, we could end up like the Lions last year, but you don't know till the last play of the season's done, man, especially that last game, Green Bay. See, now you were you were worried about that, Shorty. Now I would love to see that scenario where we got to win that game and something's all got to happen because there's other things that are going to have to happen, but. We've got the first game of these last five now, guys. I can't handle that loss, though, Foster. Shut up. We'll, we'll get Please, there when it happens. Off. <laughs> well, I think, you know, another thing you have to take in mind is uh, on that screen pass where they was, I think, I think they threw it to DJ, and he lost two yards. Attention to detail in your blocking. That's very important. I mean, those. Those are the things we got to keep in mind that we have to be able to hold the block or commit to the block. We had Mooney and commit blocking the same guy. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to be able to make sure your blocks. And that's what I said. That's the difference between a good team and a great team. Because when you see San Francisco run that screen pass and Debo goes untouched, it's because of the blocking. We have to work on that blocking. I thought, uh, right. Yeah. He, uh, he did some, uh, inopportune uh, holding calls there. And I was disappointed in Davis once again. Uh, I didn't think our offensive line was as stout as they have been previously. Yeah, that's true. They J Justin had play. They had some guys in his face for a good portion of that game. Yeah. He got lucky on that uh, goal line run that he had. He got smacked around pretty good today. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and I, I I didn't like that. So that's why I say I'm I'm not a big proponent of uh, design runs all the time. I mm -hmm. mean, if you have to scramble and get some runs, that's different. But you know, let's let's lessen some of those hits on him. Mm -hmm. Collins K85, it's great to see you in uh, in here. I know uh, you're a supporter of a big supporter of Lynn Hayden. Uh, she'll be back this Wednesday uh, for the lowdown with Lynn, uh, recovering from her knee replacement surgery what a freaking trooper she is thanks for joining us um yeah this this is this is this is something to you get, there's two things that happened today not only did they get the first two wins in a row under Eberflus's career with the bears but they they beat the first two division rivals back to back under Flus, who had previously lost every game to them all he was under he was defeated entirely until that Minnesota game that we won, and now the Lions game, so those are those are two 
pretty nice steps. Like those are those are stepping stones, right? So this team is building confidence now from this win. And winning breeds success, losing breeds losing. They've they know that they've done plenty of losing to breed more losing. And now they're starting to get that taste of how to win. And this game is huge for that because they had them dead to rights last time they played the Lions and somehow lost that game up by 12 with four minutes to go. And they did not allow that to happen today. That was huge for this team and for their confidence building. I'm excited. Okay, you're not? I, I think... Um, Are you reading chat? Yeah, I was reading chat, and uh, I'm just... I'm, I'm I'm just thinking like I think you know I, this 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 win was important. First of all, let me get that I mean, it was very important, and I'm just now locked in thinking about okay, what we got to do now moving forward because you know I don't want to get so caught up. I mean, like uh, most most coaches will tell you, you got 24 hours to enjoy this win or loss or whatever, but move on. And I'm already starting the process of moving on because I want us to finish to strong. I want us to finish strong because I took the approach of this. I said, if we lose today, we can go ahead and lose out for all I care before we can get a higher draft. Pick. Yes. But if, but if we win today, let's go ahead and win out before we can go ahead and make this playoff run. Mm-hmm. Why is my, my camera is going to do this shit to me again? What the hell? No, you're right. I mean, if they would have lost today, it would have just been like, please lose out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, we were talking about that on the PSF app with Lester. Like, they, if they, the only way that any of the Justin Fields supporters are going to get to see him next season is by, there's really only a, a few scenarios. It's winning out. Right. It's, or maybe only losing one game. It's balling out, even though if he, th- if he threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns for the rest of the season and they lost every game, that might be. But if you fire the head coach, then what? You're you're most likely starting over a quarterback if you have the first pick, which it looks like the, the, the Panthers lost again. So it's it's that pick is there for the second year in a row. And it's going to yeah. come down to what does a new head coach want to do with that pick? And most likely, and it's it would probably be the best thing for the team, would be for that head coach to, to go after Caleb Williams and start a new new head coach, new quarterback, and so on and so forth. So we really, the, 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 the Justin Fields supporters really need this team to win out. Yeah. Uh, I want to say for the record one more, one more again, and I may be proven wrong eventually, but I'm not a fan of Caleb Williams. I just want to put that out there. Just like I wasn't a fan of Bryce Young, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of Caleb Williams. Have you sat like I did on, uh, the other night and watched some Caleb Williams? I know they're just highlights. Yeah, I just I, I only seen one game of his, and I saw him against the uh, Notre Notre Dame, and I, I was not impressed. But if you look at the highlight reel compared to other highlight reels of some of the best. He's pretty impressive. Okay. Yeah. In my yeah, opinion. In my opinion. I mean, uh, I'm not doubting it. I, I myself only looked at him so much because I, I still am in the belief that from the moment I saw that bear hug, unless there's something that unwows poles, Fields ain't going anywhere, man. 
He's gonna draft. He's gonna he's gonna trade back and take the Hall and another player from the team from another team. And then the thing there is, and I mentioned this last night on Twitter. I talked about it a few times. Was what if he finds that team that falls apart next year and we get another first, second round pick, dude? Would that be amazing? Because it could happen. You don't know. And then yeah. I, I threw this out on on Bill's show. What if? Uh, what what would happen if he traded back and we got a haul and another second round pick and we ended up with like Coleman or neighbors instead of MHJ, which I want him, but then we kick that we kick that pick down next year because you're I actually thought, you know, I actually thought year, of you really you really take a shot because you know there's gonna be somebody. There's always somebody every draft that is, you know, the huge, the huge three or four or five guys in the draft. It's every year. It does, you know. Generational talent gets thrown an awful around an awful lot this year. I should shut up. This should be for tonight, right? We should be talking more about this great victory today by the Bears. Sorry to True. cut you guys off. That's what I do. Page <laughs> 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 is just going, yeah, yeah shut up, Foster. <laughs> I just I just think there's a couple of scenarios where you can actually get a super hold if you really wanted to. Uh with the number one pick, I mean, you can probably trade down twice. You can probably trade down to the third spot and then trade down to like the ninth spot. Yeah, you might miss out on uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., but you can get a super haul and address some other needs. But um, that's just where I'm at as far yeah. as what, what we could do. Peach, I, I, I agree with that so much. And I stated this even, man. I love, I love the fact when you get multiple options, man, you can't, it, it just makes it easier to make a decision because you're not nearly going, okay, I got to get MHJ. So if I got to draft him first, I lose all that stuff. Got to take him, got to take him. It'd be yeah. great to get him in, but if if you can to get the haul you're talking about, man, how you can't lose. You, Poles almost yeah. can't mess this up. And, and he won't because that's not his MO, man. We we know what he, he's shown us over the last two years what, what his MO is, and that is, Acquire talent, uh, be smart about everything financially, and, and you take somebody that's going to fill the team needs. If not, you take the blessed player available. Crap, turning turning them picks into 11 picks two years ago, nobody saw that coming. Nobody. Yeah. I didn't even. I knew it was going to be more, but yeah. I didn't think he was going to get – we were going to walk away with 11 that day. No. That's, uh, that's up there with one of the greatest trades in history, like uh, Cliff saying. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean – Within this game, though, uh, at first, like I said, the defense started off pretty decent. Then they had that low yeah. there in the second quarter, but in the second half, they played lights out, man. I mean, I was, uh, I, I, I was pretty impressed with what they did there. I'm like, man, you know, uh, let's keep that going. Mm -hmm. how, how about it, man? Second half adjustments. We made those halftime adjustments to not fall apart in the third quarter. When we knew the Lions were going to get the ball back, that right. that if they if they would have done stuff right there, I mean we were already the the, the tide was already turned in Detroit's favor going into half. Right. So, right. So that's one of my biggest things is like we actually made adjustments on both sides of the ball, not just not just defensively. We made adjustments. First on time both all year. I was just going to say that, Peach, for the first time this season, man. Yep. That's that's been a critical thing with this team. Think about it. Yeah. Tampa Bay, uh, Minnesota, the first game, 
Uh, yeah. I, you know, every every Kansas City, even going back to the Kansas City game, we couldn't we couldn't adjust for shit. So yeah, and that's one. It's that's one of the strong points we had last roll. year. That's one of the strong points we had last year was making some good halftime adjustments, but this year it was like lacking. But this this game we actually did, and I I was pretty impressed with that. Yeah. Sitting in the locker room, we don't need no halftime adjustments. We'll just play our game, and then I want to smack somebody. But I digress. Why does it take this team so long? They're like a ten speed bike. It's like they they have yep. to get halfway through the season or more to finally start getting into a groove. Like, why is this taking so long? I go back to preseason. Right. If you if you if you're not shoring things up in a preseason and hit the ground running by that first game, that this is what you get. You get a team that slowly, slowly gets yeah. going and then not even ready to play until the fourth game. It's like let's hit the ground running and then we can sit there and we can get that fast start and hopefully keep on building momentum. And but that's what the problem is. I, I really hope. The coaches look at that come next year, like, hey, we can't be sitting there starting off slow. Let's get everything in gear right now, right away. Yep. Continuity, my yeah. friend. How many how many times you guys did we talk on the shows prior going into the season? Where and I even said it the first two or three games, and I it was for everybody. If you go back and look at those two, first two or three games, they were like preseason games. Everybody's just started playing together. I don't, and not just the Bears. That's everything was kind of messed up. Go back and look at the games and the scores of the first three weeks. Even the first game, De Detroit beating Kansas City. How many people picked that? Not early. Only the Detroit Lions guys. Where the frick is Don Bird at, son of a? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is he when you need Where's him, huh? Him? Nope. I was well, in Deion's podcast. He wasn't even there. What, Peach? So you know he's not going to show up after a loss. Oh, nope. no. Because he's not usually in our our show anyway. He's usually annoying other shows, which is good for us. <laughs> I'm gonna stay off of his yeah. radar. You gotta <laughs> shut up about him. I think they said his name three times. I hope he yeah, shows don't up. Don't say it three times. Don't he will down for, down for. I'm even clicking my heels together. He's coming Ain't now. Ain't happening today. <laughs> nope. He won't do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, to, to answer Bearski, he says, uh, uh, yep. They didn't deserve to sit out in the preseason, but I think that's piece of the problem and not the main issue. Yeah, I think it's part of it. I mean, there's other issues uh, going on too, but when you don't have that continuity and where you're ready to play come the first game, you're going to suffer because, you know, you, you, you play a guy, uh, you play your players a quarter here, or half a quarter there, and you're letting them rest another game. It's like, come on, man. How are they going to be ready to play? Uh, you know, I, I'm of the strong belief that, hey, you get your guys sharp, as sharp as they can be, and be ready for that first game and hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it works out better that way. I'm not saying that you got to play your starters the whole uh, preseason game, but, man, give them some good runs in there, man, to where they they know their, new, they know their assignments. I mean, you got a new line formed up there. You had two new players and three – three new players and uh, new positions. So it's like, dude, get these guys together, man, for they can know what they're doing, and let's go. Sorry, I was reading chat. I, I'm, I'm oh, you're fine. 
<laughs> supposed we're, we're supposed it's your it's your turn foster <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking at i was looking at a couple comments in the chat listening to page it's I, you know we, we've talked about it we've talked about it man it's it's the same conversation we've had 20 or 30 times man and, and you're right you're dead on dude it's developing continuity consistency that's 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 how you develop consistency is by having continuity mm -hmm. and, and you know you're gonna always have to pluck somebody in there look at i don't know if you guys know this so detroit didn't have their starting center they were also had a rookie at i think the right guard and they were rotating another guy in and out with him but i mean they were still able to run the ball at, at times so yeah depth that's another thing that's another thing that, that this draft is going to be big on is getting depth I, I thought we had better depth than we do, but you can never get depth right unless you've got top tier one guys sitting on the bench. And the way they have it set up for continuity, it's very difficult to do. But I mm -hmm. believe the polls through the draft concept is going to enable us to do that over time, man. Come on, it's, yeah, it's I slow. Mean, it's real slow the way it's progressing. But we're what two seasons in? Not even two complete seasons in. And one draft off season, man. Don't give me the finger, Dan. I wasn't. I was. Oh, you're just giving me that finger. I know. But I know that. Um, smart. I was moving Detroit, my camera. Detroit, you know, they had some big boys. Although they had uh, McNeil out, they had two big boys up the middle. So yeah. that was hindering our running game a little bit. But uh, I, I, I must be honest. Davis, he disappointed me this game. I'm not going to lie to you. He disappointed me. Who did Davis? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to yeah. get to this question from Jer uh, Jerome or yeah, I think it's Jerome. What do you Jerome. think? Of Jeremy. Yeah. Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Jerome. Jerome I thought, I thought he said it was pronounced Jerome. What do you? Oh, what yeah, do you think is most likely to happen? Bears trade pick number one or take MHJ? I think that it's still too much to get played out here. I think that we have to figure out what happens these. Oh, it is Jeremy. Okay. Thank you for. I thought you said it was Jerome one time. My bad. But uh, I think we have to we have to play out the season. If they win out, that's going to change the the answer to that question. If they lose out, that's going to change the answer to that question. In the, in the case of losing out, I think they're drafting a quarterback, getting a new head coach. In the case of winning out, I think they're sticking with with this staff and rolling with this another year. And they're going to probably trade that pick not take MH, MHJ because that, that can set up more picks for the future. As much as like you were saying, PJ, we'd love to have MHJ, but there are other good receivers in this draft and it's not really worth taking MHJ there when you can get four or five picks for the next two years, possibly but, a first rounder the next two years. But you're not only that, you have to look at, you have to look at the point, how big of a difference is MHJ going to be than the next receiver? Because if you get to the combine, and let's say MHJ only runs a four three five, then you get the Leggett from uh, South Carolina, who's about the same size as uh, MHJ is. Let's say he runs a four two nine. Although everybody, you know, think MHJ is that much better, but with those type numbers, they've been like, wait a minute now, maybe we can get Leggett. I mean, a little bit less. He may be a lesser talent, but he you got some good four, up, upside. Four, you know what I mean? One, yeah. <laughs> so, so therefore, do I take MSJ at number one, or could I like trade down to number three with uh, 
Arizona and get their two first rounders this year and get another second rounder the next year. Then after I'm at number three, I can trade down again with Atlanta, get their first rounder this year, get pitched this year, get another first rounder next year and another second rounder this year. I mean, I can get a whole, a real super big hole by trading down twice. Yeah, I'm missing out on uh, MHJ, but then I probably can get Leggett. I probably can get uh, uh, Verse, and I can probably get an offensive tackle all in the first round. I would hate to pass on Caleb Williams and find out he turns out to be the NFC North version or the NFC's version of Patrick Mahomes for the next decade plus. I would hate to I would hate to pass up on that if that ends up happening out that way. But if Justin Fields can continue to grow and and be you know build upon wins and become a better quarterback i think it's worth keeping justin over the you know for the amount of picks you can get for that kid i mean that kind of shit doesn't happen often and to get multiple picks uh, you know multiple first round picks in three straight years it's worth That's it. What I'm saying. I right. mean, let's timestamp this, Shorty. I got to timestamp this because <laughs> what's going to happen is I know we're it's going to let down with Fields, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna end up trading that pick back. Mm-hmm. I can't say whether or not we get MH, MHJ, but I, I said this, man, on D on uh Bill's show. I was like, so so how mad would everybody be if we ended up with Malik Neighbors or Keon Coleman or Aldunez? And got verse or, or defensive end that we want, and then got a second round pick plus a first round next year, and maybe a tailing off another team. Maybe we maybe we get one of these guys defensive ends. We you know there's there's like five or six teams that he could probably trade with, two or three in particular that we could ask for a defensive a pass rusher. Uh, we do all that and just continue the build, man, with the tailing, and, and then kick that first two first rounders next year again, man. So I, I don't. I literally see us trading back because I don't I, – I said in the first quarter, I'm like, man, if, if we just end this right here and everything could, could has continued the way it looked today, you, you, that's what that's the scenario. And that's the scenario I believe that's going to happen, man. It, it's If they regress next week, I'm looking at the games again now, and I watched the, the Cleveland game, dude, and, and Cleveland act, actually looked really freaking good today. Flacco even looked good. I think they scored 31 points. Who they play? The defense looked normal. So now I'm looking at I'm looking as that as our tough game again. A week ago I wasn't because they the defense didn't look good. I think Flacco threw a pick. His numbers were even decent, but I I you know I just see us continuing his growth, man. I don't care if it's incremental, but it's gotta be weak. Who did Cleveland play? And and how do you go from this? Jaguars. We, we can though. Go ahead, Pete. Jaguars. Yeah, yeah they yeah. took like 31-17, man. 31-27. They might even still – what is it? They won 31-27. Oh, so the Jags oh, came Flacco back a little bit. 311 right. yards. And Flacco had 311 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception in that game. Jeez. For, considering I thought he was well, a coach last time I heard his name called. Well, you know, there's there's a few other quarterbacks that were sitting out there and nobody grabbed them because Flacco even, even sent – a message he would go play for the Jets or the Giants, I think one of those two teams. And they just nah. 
well, 30, I think, 38 uh, years old. We got new breed in here, Lions fan. Um, we're gonna be joining his show the this coming Thursday, this coming Wednesday, December 13th, on the new breed 13 okay. sports. Check us out there. Good win today, fellas. Y'all deserved it. Thank you, man. Thanks, man. It's that's why that's, that's good. It's you know, those are the kind of fans that we want to be involved with from every town. These guys who at least you know well deserve not oh, you got lucky, your team sucks, right. We, oh, we know where we're at. We're, we're on the up, man. If we pro- just keep progressing, this team's on the up, man. People there are going to take guys. notice after this game. Sure. Okay. Uh, good afternoon. Press conference, guys. Uh, guys, certainly excited about the victory in there. Um, a lot of celebrating in there. was good. And, uh, you know, obviously started out the game strong. Like how we started out on offense, you know, driving the ball down the field. Um, you know, a pretty good solid start there in the first quarter. You know, and then we went for it on the on the fourth and one. That's kind of where momentum shifted a little bit, um, and that was a good go. I mean, it was at the, you know we're outside our kick line there, and it was certainly you know a play we liked. And, and they had an alignment where they you know did a good job of executing against us. You know, and that's kind of where momentum shifted. You know, they went down and scored on us, and uh, went back and forth in there from the first half. And uh, you know, so it really re- uh, just gathered the guys at halftime and just told them a little bit about hey, this is where. This is where it is right now. You know, it's uh, it's a tie game, and we just got to do a really good job of executing our fundamentals and basics. And that's what uh, I told them from the bye week, and that was our biggest thing that we wanted to talk about. You know, for improving ourselves. And I talked to you guys, of course, you know, during the week with that. You know, it's by by position. You know, yourself as an individual. You know, and then really working as a unit. And uh, that was the message. You know, and like in the first half, we weren't really uh, good on defense and on third down. We did not uh, do a good enough job in the run game. You know, you know, they popped a couple runs on us. So we had to go back to the basics. And the guys came out, you know, in the second half and, and did a really good job of executing the calls. And uh, that gave us a chance to win it. You know, so obviously the big momentum shift, you know, uh, that we talk about was obviously the, the third and 13 going to fourth and, you know, 13. And us going out there and they jumped off sides and us hitting that shot to DJ. You know, that was the big momentum shifter there. And then. The very next play, they end up fumbling the staff, and you know, and TJ end up, you know, getting the fumble recovery, and you know, and then cashing in. So it was good. You know, it's uh, the big thing with us is that working on sudden change. That was the big part of it. You know, offensively, I thought we did a solid job of that today. Um, defense did a nice job of taking the ball away. We were still plus three, and that's going to be a big part uh, for us. And then finishing in the fourth quarter. You know, that's always a big part of winning in the NFL, and and we did that today. Uh, but we beat a good opponent today. My hats off to them. They they're they're tough. They play they play a good style, and uh, our guys did, did a good job of coming through in the fourth quarter and, and finishing off the second half. But uh, with that, open up the questions. The free play. Um, a lot of you guys were saying they did not expect Detroit to jump. Didn't expect to be running a play on that snap. What kind of high level processing does that ask of Justin to be able to react in the moment and then run a good play at a time when you're not expecting to run a play at all? Yeah, you have a couple options off of that when they jump. You know, one of them is, you know, you go, I'll go. You know, and that's that's what we did. And, you know, DJ's hard to cover. He's hard to cover when you got a guy, you know, over top of him or just one one guy on him like that. So um, uh, really good throw, really good catch, and uh, really good reaction. You know, because when they jump, you got to beat them to the punch, you know, because the defense isn't quite ready uh, when that happens. And what happens is, is a lot of times the D-line stops. You know, when they jump off sides, they stop, they hesitate, so you have a little bit more time. <coughs> and that's exactly what happened on that play. What, in your estimation, sold that to make them jump? What's that? 
what do you sense made them jump? What do you think sold that that play there? That day? It's just it's it's Justin. You know, it's the hard count. You know, he did a really good job of hard counting. You know, and uh, you know, just a really good job there. And they got him to jump using his, his his use of cadence, and that's what it was. You're giving up two touchdowns late in the first half. The defense came out and completely shut him down, like no first downs and five guys. What does it say about that unit's resiliency? What you say? Yeah, you know, it's about those guys hanging hanging together. They do a great job at halftime. I mean, our, our coaches do an unbelievable job of getting the pictures right. Um, you know, they're all drawn up. I mean, it's like looking at a playbook. I mean, they do a great job um, making the adjustments. And we all gather together. Everybody's sitting in there. And we talk about what our plan, what happened, where was the breakdowns, and then what's go, what are we going to do going forward and uh, what's going to be the calls. And I tell them, you know, how we're going to adjust, what we're going to do differently on third down in situations. And they do a great job with uh, with coming together that way. So you're on a win streak now for the first time since you got here. You just beat a team that came back to beat you two weeks ago. Do you have a hope that this could be a springboard? I, you know, it's a win, but the you hope it might carry a little more than a win. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's a big deal. You know, it's it's been a long time coming. You know, you beat uh, to win two in a row, and, and it's two division, you know, opponents, which is big. And uh, the guys are super excited, but we could feel this coming. You know, with, with the improvement was was happening. Know, over time, and I just kept telling them, if you keep doing right, uh, it's going to be right, and good things are going to happen. And two most important things is the ball and the fourth quarter finish. And uh, the guys always stayed together. You know, there was never a point where, you know, the morale was bad or the guys, you know, didn't have that. And I told them that in the room. You know, I said, I appreciate their leadership because they hung together through adversity. And, you know, football is tough. It's hard to win, you know, so it's uh, it's really good by, the, by them. It's hanging together. And it's so important that uh, they keep doing the work patterns right because they've always worked hard, right? They've always, you know, worked on detail and fundamentals, and uh, they've got to continue to do that week to week. Yeah, just the, the fourth and one where Sam Ward's not the get What was your thought process behind that call and and the execution of Sam Ward's execution of, of it? Yeah, I mean, that was uh, that's the call where they're on that on the minus field, and uh, you know, we just uh, that was a call we really liked um, in that situation. Um, you know, it's a kind of a slanting line. You know, we actually, you know, we end up uh, slanting right into it. And, uh, you know, he made a nice play. Now, Jaquan had 17 tackles today. Jaquan. Great. Yeah, isn't that crazy? What did you think of the way he was playing? Sounds like my college stats for crying out loud. Uh, but, no, it's uh, – you know it, Ball State over there. I got you. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, uh, it's unbelievable to get 17 tackles. I mean, that's unheard of. I don't think that's ever happened in, in my career to have a guy have that many tackles. I honestly can't remember. I mean, I have to go look it up, but that's amazing. And what he brings, what Brisker brings is, is the reason why we drafted him. You know, um, we, you know, Ryan and I always talk about guys we acquire and bring in here. They have to love football because what does that do? That love and football, it brings a passion and a juice to everybody else. If we get enough guys like that, which we have a bunch of guys like that, you can tangibly see that on the field. You can feel that energy, right? And, and that's, that's what he is. And we got to just got to keep bringing guys like that in here and doing a great job evaluating, and, and Ryan and his crew are definitely doing that. But, uh, man, that's amazing. 17 tackles is unbelievable. You still get your belief that this team is progressing the right way all along. Yeah, what's the feeling of reward that this team, you won a couple of games now, and you're, you're getting the, the payoff that you were hoping it's, it's, you know, it's just like anything. You know, you want to see the proof of it. You know, you can, you know, I, I talked to you guys earlier in the week about the small wins, you know, that you have. You can see the, the improvement. You know, by the unit, by the positions and stuff like that. And then, you know, to have a win like this, is it's proof for those guys. You know, it's proof for our staff. It's proof really for, you know, the Chicago Bear fans. And, and they were great out there today. They were loud when they needed to be loud. It was, it was awesome.
and and uh, I just want to uh, tip my hat to the fans. And it's touch, the touchdown, uh, DJ's touchdown run in the first quarter. Here's what you like about the design that, that you guys installed the Yeah, that's a cool play, wasn't it? I, I like that. That's uh, that was good because you got your two best players right there. You know, guys that really are are you know. You know what the defense is really worried about. You know, and you got one going this way and one going that way, so they draw attention. And I thought it was really cool play design. I, I loved the play during the week, and it was well executed. You know, and uh, you know he's 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 fast, you know, really fast, and he can get to the corner. And what's great about DJ, and you can see that when he catches the ball, his hands are so strong, but he's got great contact balance. I know he didn't have to use it on that play, but uh, that was a, a cool play by by Getzy. You guys have been bitten by some poorly uh, timed. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was big. You know, we, we've been focusing on that. Like we talked about, you know, for the bye week improvement, you know, one of them was the false starts and, you know, the holding penalties and that. I think we improved on that, you know, only having four. Um, and you, we, you know, we always bring it to a man's attention. You know, when you do that, you know, and we have, you know, things that we do, you know, afterward, if you get a false start, you're doing this, you're doing that, you know, it's, it's, it's important to the guys and, and we pointed out to them, show it in the team meeting, and, and the guys want to do right. Matt, of course, in the one that didn't remember, uh, where it looked like Justin was under center, was he supposed to sneak it there and just saw something that wasn't aligned to the block in this one where he pitched DJ? Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was the play design to pitch it to him. Yeah, so we were going to fake the uh, you know the push play, the rugby play, and then uh, we were going to flip it to DJ. It's just great. By uh, Detroit did a good job of really, um, you know executing on that play and they, they made a nice tackle. What I do love about that play though, is that DJ, when he ran it, like when he knew he was going to get tackled, he really went forward and, and uh, with violence and with passion. And that's what I liked about that play. For that not to kill momentum, obviously you guys are up at 10, 10-0 at that point. For you guys to rebound going into halftime, what does that say about the growth of this team and being able to flip that switch and, and carry that momentum that they might have lost in that yeah, I mean, you know, we, you know, we end up, they end up getting that conversion. You know, they stopped us on that. Then they went down the field. We got to do a better job on defense there for sure. Uh, but regaining momentum is always about knowing that the game is 60 minutes long and we can re regain momentum. And our defense did a heck of a job coming out in the second half. And uh, I think we went a couple of three and outs in a row, maybe two or three of them, and uh, did a nice job with that. We took the ball away a couple of times and, and did what we had to do at the end. You know, when you're up there, you know, we worked, worked our tail off on that when you're up on an opponent, just like we were last time. We worked on it uh, with the calls and the execution and actually simulating that during practice um, a few times uh, during this week, and uh, the guys did a good job. Do you feel like you have, defensively, as the defensive play caller, do you feel like you have all the pieces you need personnel-wise to call a defense that matches your vision of what the defense should be, as opposed to maybe last year, early this year, you were having to make up for some shortfalls in certain positions yeah i mean you know as you acquire more talent you can do you can let those guys play you know and let those guys do things and play more coverage and you can do that and we we still pressure the bunch today but um i love our players you know offense defense in, you know in the kicking game I, I love all of them and they're doing a great job of like i said hanging together but in terms of actually answering your question jason yeah i feel i feel a lot better about it and uh it's it's coming in the right direction and you can certainly feel that on the field you characterize the the final four games coming up and the opportunity that you guys have. Yeah, it's, it's like you said, it, Pat, it's opportunity. It's opportunity for us to put our best foot forward, you know, and, and be able to, uh, you know, stay the course and being able to keep coming together and keep executing at a higher rate. Um, and there's a lot of things out there that we can learn from, you know, and so we're going to take the same mindset. We're going to look at the tape and we're going to try to, you know, uh, 
you know, make sure we look at it with the right way. You know, it's not all, you know, rose colored glasses because you won the game. That's not it. You got to learn from this game and, and get better. Thank you. Thank you. Look at the private chat, Dan. Well, I thought he was, uh, he spoke, like, oh, here's Justin, never mind. Oh, I was muted. You want to hop in with us, Jason? I can send you a link. Justin, on the 4th uh, and 13th replay, just walk us through kind of one, what you're doing with Jason's to try and draw them, and then when you do see much come off, just kind of how wide your eyes got. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, we're just lined up in a formation, and, um, you know, we try to get, just get them to jump off sides. So, just went on one, then did a, you know, a dummy, protection adjustment uh, to make it feel like a real play and of course the second one you know we got somebody to jump and then I mean at that point you want it you want to convert because I think it was fourth and what 12 you said so that's only a five-year penalty so um did a great job of front protecting um I think Ted did a great job selling it and stuff like that DJ ran up the ball hard and then we practiced that you know each and every week so um, it was it was great execution by every by everyone key to selling that without being over dramatic and overselling it the way they don't believe it just treat it like the same play, like just just treat it like a normal play, and um, you know, most teams are you know knowing that's gonna come, so um, you know, just just treating it like a normal play. What's the challenge to take advantage of it? I understand how you guys got it, but to be ready to run a real play at a time when you're not expecting there to be one. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a challenge because we we practice it, you know, multiple times a week, so um, you know, we're used to it. Happened, might happen like three times this past week during practice, so not you know, during practice. And walk through. So, um, like I said, we, we practice it. It happens every week, and uh, the guys are ready for it, and we we, we executed it. So, it ended up being a big play. What's the key to when you guys don't pick up the third and the fourth down, and the ball kind of shifts to get back in the game? What's keeping y'all to kind of stay the same and continue to regain control of that game, but maybe in the past, kind of, kind of lost them and other teams with control? I mean, yeah, there's we, we know as a team that they're going to be ups and downs during the game, and, you know, we try to stay even killed um, throughout the whole time. So I think the guys did that. Um, you know, I, I think personally we did leave a lot on the field. Um, I think we could have been better in some areas. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, we got the dub, and that's all that matters. And like I said before, um, the team did a great job uh, being down at halftime, coming out after halftime in the third and fourth quarter, you know, finish of the game and um, just, just playing for each other. So, yeah. Just wonder, what's your point of view on the, on the DJ fake end around? Uh, so what's the DJ run for a touchdown in the first quarter? What's your point of view? In terms of, uh, yeah, I mean, what you see? I was tired that play. I'm so glad Luke called that play. But um, I mean, yeah, my job is just to uh, you know, fake the end around, and you know, maybe they think we got a trick play or something coming up. But you know, great blocking. Um, I think DJ just walked in pretty much untouched. So great play calling. Uh, great blocking up front. You ever had to sell a run fake before? Is it? Is, is not um, yeah, we did it a few times last year. I know we did it against Dallas and then um, maybe another game. But, yeah, we, we, we did it last year. Uh, what did you like when, when Luke installed that play? What did you like about the design? And kind of, were you excited when that, when that call came in? I was excited because I was tired. Um, <laughs> that's the only reason I was excited. So, you know, I just do my job, fake the uh, little handoff, and, you know, get a little breather. And then he scored, so that made it even better. But, um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just treat it like a regular play and um, just do my job. You know, it could be a big play, it could be not. So my biggest thing is just going out on that play and doing your job. And everybody did, did, did their job and uh, turned out successful. So, Justin, you said you guys left some stuff on the field offensively. Cole said uh, his exact line was that you guys could have put 40 on him. Yeah. What do you look at from your own game, a good game, 
and say, I can do more than this. I can do more in these areas. So what do I look at? Your game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just what I mess up on. So I know there are a few throws I missed. That dagger to DJ, uh, I'm still sick about that one um, late in the game. But, um, I mean, yeah, there were most plays during the game where we could have executed it better. Um, I think third and short, the one to moon, could have executed that better. Um, it was a great play call. Got exactly what we thought we were going to get. And, um, I mean, yeah, but just the, just the third downs um, and just the, you know, throws downfield, of course, there were a couple back that I wanted back. But, um, you know, end, end all, we, we won the game and, um, you know, still still room to get better. So, you know, that's just, you know, hope for the future. What were the conversations like uh, in the huddle on the sideline in the fourth quarter as you guys are working on putting this game away? You said what were the conversations like? Normal conversations, um, nothing crazy. Um, just focusing on finishing, everybody doing their job. So nothing, you know, spectacular, just out of the ordinary. Justin, what is it, what is it about this defense? I mean, four times now you've just demolished them with the way that you run against Detroit. Is there something you're seeing the way that their ends are playing? That's allowing you to be that effective? I mean, yeah, they did pretty they did a pretty good job today. I think most of my runs came on scrambles. So um I think they did a pretty good job today of, you know, containing me in the uh, run game and stuff like that. But when they do when they do do that, um it's just my job to, you know, pull the ball, take the deep defensive end out of the play. And uh there's one play I remember where Deontay got like six, seven yards. So, you know, anytime we can get six, seven yards in a run play is uh is uh, great for us. So just, just, just you were sacked three times, hit eight more times. How are you feeling, first of all, and then second of all, how, what kind of impact do you think has seen to get back up like that? You said what? You were sacked three times, hit eight more times. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling, first of all, and then second of all, what kind of impact do you think seen to get back up like that? That's what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I'll be good, um, you know, body-wise, but, um, you know, I think I could probably, you know, take some hits, uh, take some hits off by throwing the ball away or, you know, checking it down faster. So, um, you know, all of those sacks and pressures aren't, you know, on the O line and stuff like that. So I just got to look at the film and you know see what I could have see where I could have gotten the ball out faster, throwing the ball away, boom, 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 and just move on. But um, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's football. So you're gonna have games where you get sacked more than usual, and you're gonna have games where you don't get sacked at all. So yeah. Um, it might be, but you know, um, I think we all just play for each other out there. Um, you know, every drive we go out there and play for each other. So um. I think there are plenty of times where, you know, guys could have stepped out of the game. They might might have not been feeling their best. I know some guys are banged up on offense, but, you know, we, we all play through it and play for each other, and that's, you know, what you want out of a teammate and, um, you know, from your coaches and your teammates. So, what do you think a win like this can do for the next month of the season here in terms of you're riding your first win streak in almost two years, right? It feels like the team's playing better. How can you parlay this into a strong finish? Um, keep everything the same. You know, don't get high, don't get too high, don't get too low, and um, you know, just keep working, keep getting better each and every day. Um, like I said earlier, there's a lot of spots to improve. Um, like Cole said, we probably could have put up 40 if we wanted to, or if we, we of course we wanted to, but if we could have, you know, executed better. But um, you know, just going back um, and keeping that same mindset, working and just getting better each and every day. Touchdown scramble. At what point did you realize that that running lane was was there for you? Um, I mean, when I kind of stepped to the right a little bit. I really just saw green guy, green grass. I was looking, you know, for DJ to throw because he was one on one in, in kind of the back corner. But um, then I kind of just looked down and saw, you know, green grass right there. So um, it was just ran. What's your confidence level now after two wins for the first time? Uh, what's your confidence level going into the final stretch of the year with the offense and you personally? The same. You know, um, we've always had confidence. If you don't have confidence in yourself, you have no shot. So um, 
you know, like I think somebody asked me that in there, but um, I mean, yeah, we have confidence as you know, individual players, as a team, we have confidence, and you know, we know who we are as a team, and we know what we can do as a team. So, um, like I said, it's just not getting too high or too low, not getting too cocky, and uh, knowing that we have you know areas that we can improve in, and you know that. We just have to keep going tomorrow, keep getting better, and um, practice. Just keep, you know, focusing on the details and just the little stuff in the game. So, was doing Moon as high as always been. It seemed like you guys have done a little bit off. He hasn't quite been going to the or He hasn't quite been where he expected. The country was a little bit off. I know you've been working with DJ and getting cold in the backs of all, but two moves don't seem like they're quite as connected as you always have. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, like I said, there's always room to improve. There's some you know, plays today where, um, I might have missed them or we just didn't connect. But, um, you know, that's why we work out the practice, doing extra routes and stuff like that. Um, you know, I've told you all since I got here, Moon, one one thing about Darnell Moon, he's going to put in the work to uh, be successful. So, um, you know, I'm not really worried about that at all. We're just going to you know, keep working and keep keep going at it. So. Just, not to, just not to put you in a situation where you can sound selfish, it seems like the offense is much better. When they're playing the court two streets, is there has there been any discussion between you and the coaching staff about emphasizing those things? Emphasizing just playing the court to your strengths. Like I, I noticed, uh, like offensively, when we guys run a lot of RPOs, mm-hmm. a lot of play actions. Uh, it, it seems like uh, you're at your best, but it seems like when you're in the pocket, there's not a lot of movement. It seems like there's a lot of stagnant situations taking place. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, Luke knows what I do best. You know, we've been together for a couple of years now, so um, he knows what really everybody does best. So um, you know, I don't think there's – I think we, we game plan in terms of, you know, our opponent, what we have to do, and, you know, also you have to think of what everybody else does well on, on the offensive side of the ball. But, um, you know, we, we call the plays that we need to call to win games, and it's, it's pretty much that simple. So. Yeah, so you, said, you said you turned the corner on the touchdown run, and you saw just green grass. Mm-hmm. Usually it's not green. Usually it's like brown or yellow. Yeah. Imagine. For a December game like this, how much of a difference does the field condition make? Because from up top, it looks much better than it usually does. Yeah, I mean, funny you say that because when I sat right on the field, I mean, I noticed how green it was. So, um, you know, whoever's keeping up with the field is definitely doing a great job of, you know, handling the grass and, you know, making sure it's good to go when we go out there. Does it make a big difference? No, it does. It, it definitely does. Um, so I'm one of the guys that, you know, likes turf because you know what you're going to get. You know, you, you know what turf's going to get you. But, um, I mean, the, the field was was, 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 pre- was pretty good out there today. So. You said something along the lines of these last couple of weeks, especially these last two wins, are proof that it's working. What does that show you guys about kind of the buy-in, the momentum that you're carrying over from the Minnesota game and what you can do to finish out the down there? Can you say that again, please? To paraphrase something Lou said earlier, he's talking about the last couple of weeks that like the wins are proof that it's working and showing you guys that in the locker room. They might send that in the locker room to you mm-hmm. guys. What did like, what can you take from that to build on these final four games? Whether you get more wins or whether you know whatever the record ends up being, what can you build? I mean, yeah. Um, so it basically just shows us the formula of winning. So takeaways, um, explosive plays, and stuff like that. Um, third down conversion. Mm-hmm. And, Stuff like that. So I think that those are the areas, you know, eventually to where you win games, winning the fourth quarter and finishing. So as long as we focus on those um, aspects, those situations, um, you know, we're more likely to win again than lose a game. And you know, everybody's bought in uh, the past three to four weeks, and you know, we're all coming together as a team. So um, I expect nothing but us to, you know, keep coming together, keep getting better, and you know, just keep working.
It is so nice to see happy a uh, happy Justin Fields in the press uh, post game press conference. And what is up, Jason UK? You're muted, buddy. I, I got you. What? How about you? What's going on? There you go. You got. You were muted. So start over. Are we on now? Yep, we got you. Oh damn it! I'm I'm such a luddite. I can't do this tech thing. You got to help me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm too old for this shit. But yeah, um, oh, super happy for a win, man. That's that. That is my bears. What What did we do tonight, eh? With us, we dominated a good football team, and that's that's the win we should have had three weeks ago, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Oh, yes. One thing that stuck in my mind really early on was that third and ten they had, and we blitzed. And this is what I like with our defense because we got the we got the talent, we got the team, we got the these they got it man he went for it on lines for third and ten and we blitzed and it it worked so sorry i'm on my phone for a change here now so i beg your pardon my hands flying everywhere okay. um but yeah so we this this is what i want to see and this this shows i think how how close you know the the, the teams in the in the in the league they're not that far away they're all professional teams the number of players that, that play football for the number of teams there are, there's only 53 guys every week on each roster. So from the bottom to the top, there is not a massive difference. And I think this is what we saw today is that when you get it right, you can beat anybody on any Sunday. And that's what we did. The, the, the Lions are a good team. Let's not be, let's not mess about. They're top four in rushing and passing and they're number six in the yards gained or something. They are, they are a good team. They're nine and three for a reason. They were nine and three. Thank you very much. They were nine and three for a reason. They were, they were a great team, and we dominated them in our house. And I love that. That's what. That's that's. Yeah, I'm very happy today, and I've had a few beers. So excuse me. Uh, right. It might get a bit silly, but I'm giddy right now. It's this ten o'clock yeah. for you, so we understand. Like you've been watching the game, drinking some beers, enjoying the game, yeah. enjoying the big yeah. game. Damn straight. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. We got a win. My Rasham Salam. Rush Rasham Salam's doing it again. Dan, you can't wash that shirt, man. You can't. Yeah, exactly. Three and oh. Three and oh. Yeah. 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 Very excited. I, I, I'll be wearing this for the next game. <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> I have no doubt. You have of, all to. The, of all the jerseys I have, if this becomes my winning streak <laughs> jersey, I have to wear this like old shitty. 90s slum jersey with like the awful, like look at the writing on the back <laughs> not even outlined in yellow you know terrible jersey but it's yeah. it's it's doing the trick yeah that jersey be standing up by itself by the end of the night no i wash it i just i just have to wear every damn game now there's no secret. There's no secret. We we know this doesn't matter. We don't. We we know this makes no difference. <laughs> These sleepings that we have in our little brains that you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. sure. We we yeah. we like to pretend that these jerseys, you know, our our uh, our superstitions make a difference, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. But they don't. No. In the case of just this jersey, though, they they do. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. <laughs> just roll with it, Dan. Roll with it. I will. Yeah. 
Antonio Young, thanks for joining us, man. $40 million a year, QB1, JF1. Great win. Thanks for joining us. I think you're I, yes. I don't remember seeing you before, so thanks for joining the show, Antonio. Yeah, it's it's uh it's nice to see Justin Fields happy when he's doing an interview. Yeah. It's nice to see Flus happy when he's doing an, an interview, but not like he was against that Panthers win. It was like somebody slipped him a Mickey before the that was, he was yeah, that was weird. That was a bit weird, wasn't it? Like, yeah, hey man, what's he been doing? It's yeah. <laughs> like he should have been yeah. Like, calm down just a little bit there, buddy. <laughs> just calm. <laughs> just simmer down. Simmer down a little bit there. Foster's coming. Hold on. Oh. It's me and uh, you, PJ. Hey, Dan's taking a call. Me and yeah. you. Um, yeah. So, what do you, where do you stand, stand out on the, the whole field situation? Fields? We've got to keep him. I think I said in the chat. Who else, apart from maybe Lamar Jackson, would have would have scored that TD that he did today? That's true. And yeah, so I know. Yeah, the, the fourth and thirteen, the you know touchdown on fourth and thirteen. I'm loving that. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's like that's like playing Madden on your PlayStation, isn't it? It's like you fucking gonna throw Every, that. Everybody to me about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do that. It's smart, exactly. He's yeah. seen he's got a free play. Yep. He spotted the. So he's making progress, and this is what gets him kind of frustrated now. Is that yes. we are trending up in every measure, aren't we? We are we are trending up. Exactly. And I know I've been just as the same as everyone else about Getsy. He's made some yeah. terrible calls, and I've been so frustrated when he's been making progress. Like we've seen, we've seen. Uh, you know, he's been a bit crap, and he's you know with the, the Green Bay for the first game, and he, he he makes some steps forward, and you think this is going well, and then he regresses. Yeah. And we had like last last week with the screen, the number of screens. We don't need to keep saying that, do we? But we we all know it. And I think that's what that was frustrating. But we have to kind of we we talk about it as Bears fans as being this constant like cycle of we get rid of a quarterback, we get rid of a coach. We could it's always cycling, you know, turning over people. But sometimes uh, I'm and this is like I'm thinking out loud all the time, especially the last few months, you know, a few weeks. Listen to you guys and Swifty and just the general chat and the uh, Barfly tailgate today. Right. Is that Sometimes you just got to keep running with it. And if we're trending up, why do you need to change too much? As much as I know, Getty's messed up, and he has totally. When we've had, you know, we've taken some steps forward, and then suddenly you think, why did you change what we just did? You know, we we we've made some progress, and that's what we wanted to see him do his build. And I, I you know, I swear, I, I would love it. I would have to happily have Getty stay, and all the coaches stay, if we continue to keep moving forward and keep winning games, because that's what it's all about. And tonight they showed they could do it. That's that's what's most annoying. But uh, so I think we have to kind of like take us not take a step back, but just just hold it, just just wait, just see, just right. let it keep growing because this is a rebuild still. Yeah. And like I said, we are the difference between the top teams and the bottom teams is not so great. So it's only a couple of pieces, and it, and we are so close. Pieces, but yeah, I think it, it kind of feeds into my view that Poles is building a team here. Really, is building a team. When you look at that talent, you know, Briscoe was it seven, seventeen tackles today? Man, that was a lot. Safety That's man, first yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so, and I, I remember that draft. Sorry, sorry, Shorty. I remember that draft when he when we had we didn't have a first round pick. Poles' first draft because we'd sold our first round pick last year, and he 
he took two defensive backs and everyone's going fucking crazy what's he doing you know we need we need this we need that look at those two players now it's this brisker and it's gordon yeah and also because of the season before this is what i like about polls is he's smart because he the season before when we got we got burnt man so many we had we were the there was a what was the measure it was something like 27 yards between we were the, basically the worst at deep passes in the in in the league in the NFL. We were the worst at deep passes for letting right. touchdowns and big plays. And what's the first thing he did? Didn't have a first round pick. He picked two picks in the second round. He got Brisker and Gordon. And how key are those guys now to our uh, secondary, to our to our defensive backs? That's that is that is, yeah. Those guys are balling out, man. Brisker, I love him. I like his, you know. Yeah, the concern is that he doesn't stay fit because he's putting his head in there all the time. But he's a big hitting big hitting yes. player and i like that yes um and gordon yeah these last few weeks man gordon is is showing why we picked him and i'm very very happy with that so uh, yeah. I've, I've spoken a lot now I'm, I'm probably uh i should let you guys have a go but yeah i'm very happy today uh yeah we did it so no offense well, defense well, good just jason uh it, it we have um pj has to get going here in a few minutes and i i actually kind of do too um, I'm kind of waiting for uh, Bersky to send his, uh, his his film for us to play, which we would love to, but we do kind of have to wrap this up here in the next few minutes. But we have a show coming up later with uh, Walt and Foster and possibly you, PJ? Possibly, possibly me. Yes. Um, yeah, possibly me. That, that's that's, that's going to be their um, late night show, the post-post-post-game show. Post-post-post-post-post-game, yeah. Yes. And... Um, <laughs> Bersky, if we don't get to play that right now on this show, we will definitely play that in a, in a few hours on the late, late, late on the uh, post, post, post game show. Um, thank you for so being so gracious, Bersky, to um, share your videography with us. We so much appreciate it. Yes, yes, we appreciate your films there, uh, Bersky. Uh, yeah, because we have a another show again tonight. We're mm -hmm. not going to carry this on all too long because we're going to. Yeah, we want to have later. stuff to talk about later as well as I have a few things yeah, yeah. to do here myself. And, uh, but we, yeah. we do want to, before we go, we do want to talk about uh, BetUS here really quick. Go to BetUS. And I wasn't ready with my notes. So let me pull up my notes. <laughs> let me just take that off there and start over again. Presented by, we are presented by BetUS. So go check out betus.com, every sports better's favorite sports book. They have a bunch of great perks as well as exceptional service. Use the link in the description of this show to get 125% bonus when you sign up. Place your sports bets with BetUS. That means if you put 50 bucks and they give you 75, you put in 100, they give you 125. When you do that, you help out this channel in more ways than you know. So if you like to bet, use BetUS. Thank you very much. And by the way, PJ. Yes, for those of you who do uh, bet, make sure you bet responsibly, please. Thank you, sir. And I want to plug your show, Jason, you and Chris Watts. Uh, yeah. you, are, you are the co-host of the new show coming up here on BCP on Tuesday nights at 5 p.m. Eastern time. What do they call that for you, UK time? Uh, 10, 10 p.m. 10 p.m. UK time? or? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You don't have like an Eastern or Western time zone or anything over there, right? No, no we don't. Okay, We're not so, big that. Yeah. So it'll be 10 p.m. UK time and 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern time here on Tuesday. Chris Watts is the host of the new British Bears show with Jason UK. I, I put your name in there because I know you didn't want your last name. I hope you approved of the Jason Nunyabiz. 
<laughs> it's it's okay. It's fine, mate. You know, it's, yeah. I, I have it as Chris Watts. It's two words, and I thought if I put Jason and then the second word is UK Bears, it wouldn't come off correctly because it was too long to 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 make the opener. So I just called it. You're just Jason Nunyabiz on the show. <laughs> you can be Jason UK Bears. Okay. So check yeah, that. Out. Let's just roll with it. We'll see how it goes. You know. Check that show out coming up this Tuesday. I'm excited to see you guys. I really am. I'll be uh, one of us will be producing the show for you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, appreciate that, man. No, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for 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 doing that. We're, you're going to have some fun, Chris Watson. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna head out here right now. Thank everyone for joining. I want to thank everyone. Robbie, come up for hopping in. Bearski, sorry we didn't get to your film right now, but uh, we will get to it later on. I promise you that, Bearski. We'll, we'll get to your film later on. Just send it in the email, and we'll promote it and play it later on. We thank you so much for sharing that with us. Doug Van Dorn, great to see you. Yes, Mark. Doug Van Dorn, Mark Kazak, uh, Robbie Comeup, uh, Bearski, Brian Gilmore, King Pookie Nation. Brian uh, Rager. Yes, Brian Rager. Uh, King was Booker it? was in here too. King yeah. Booker was, yeah. Mr. Mayhem. Mr. Mayhem. Mr. Mayhem. Antonio Young. Um, Antonio, a new, new uh, first-time caller. Yep. <laughs> Welcome, yeah, we we welcome all you guys. If I if I missed Brian your name, in the chat, I apologize. CJ Williams, he'll be on the show this Thursday with us on Bears Country Podcast. Looking forward to another robust conversation with CJ. He was an awesome guest last time, one of our favorite. So uh, stay tuned for that. We also have Monday night coming up with uh, Last Call at House Hall with Dan Aguirre and myself. Yeah, Dan. Yes, and then. Um, Yes, then we have where uh, Lynn Hayden comes back this Wednesday after her knee replacement. So we, we'll be doing that at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. A lot of stuff coming up here on BCP. Uh, so make sure you tune in later later on tonight for the post-post-post-game show with uh, pretty much Walter and Foster and a little bit of PJ, maybe a little bit of myself. We love you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. Excellent Bears win. Let's end this shit out of one, two, three, bears. Ready? One, one two, three. two, three, bears. Bears. bears.